The story you're about to hear is so shocking, so unbelievable, that your mind is going to struggle to allow you to accept that things like this exist. But they do. And they are happening right now all over the world, even in small towns right here in the United States. The Will Kanishi Show, in search for truth and justice, with yours truly, Will Kanishi. And this is the first of a multi-part episodes that involved discussing the sex trafficking of children. And I know some people think that's a conspiracy theory. After I'm done, if you still think it's a conspiracy theory, go ahead and stick your head back in the sand and that hole where you just got it from because there'll be no convincing you. I have over 140 references out of 50 different sources. And these children, these young teens, and these vulnerable young women have been put into child prostitution. Some started out as children and are still in prostitution. There are human trafficking victims, and there are thousands of sex trafficking survivors all over the United States and in the world. This is child abuse of epic proportion with child prostitution the human trafficking victims being sex trafficked children human trafficking of human beings it's just i mean that's slavery it's sex slavery is what it is and these vulnerable young women and these vulnerable teens and these vulnerable children have to suffer through this horrible experience there's so much to cover on this subject that's the reason why i have the multiple episodes and i only think i'm going to have enough time to discuss the dr phil show of a sex trafficking victim that he had on his show that says she was used to having sex by the age of two and then i'm going to discuss a former cia agent that has a council up that is looking into the sex trafficking of children i'm also going to get into a detailed report that describes how Pizzagate actually got started through the WikiLeaks emails when they got a hold of John Podesta, who is Hillary Clinton's campaign manager and used to work for old Slick Willie, Bill Clinton. And if it doesn't go too long, I'll get into the sex trafficking through Child Protective Services, same thing as Department of Social Services, same thing as the foster care system, because it's big money shuffling these children around. So hang on, folks. Because we got one for you. Hang on to your hats because I'm going to blow your mind. So we have the sex trafficking of children. This is child prostitution. Sometimes they start out as being born, born and bred for the purpose of child prostitution they are human trafficking victims and there are many sex trafficking survivors out there first before i get into the videos of the young lady that dr phil has on this show i want to bring up a little credibility here now whether you like dr phil or you don't like dr phil or you don't agree kind of like me with everything he says the one thing you can't dispute is on his shows what says on his shows he's then fully vetted it to death he has tons of people then all they do is make phone calls do interviews look up paperwork do research to vet before he puts something out on television and i can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt i will challenge anyone out there that you go back to any one of his hour episodes five days a week and he's been doing it for years 
find one thing in those episodes that are that is not true. You won't find it because it doesn't exist. Now you might be saying, Dr. Phil, are you buying all of this? I can tell you that a very reliable source has confirmed to us that Kendall has in fact been trafficked, raped, molested, and severely abused by a very large, very dangerous organization. So as Dr. Phil said, they researched this particular story. Now, who exactly are these people that are involved in this sex trafficking of children? They are political elites. They are elites of the social parties. They are businessmen, executives, and even law enforcement. That's right, even law enforcement. Here's the clip. Being flown around the world on private planes, dressed in a wardrobe fresh off the runway, to attending exclusive events with the rich and powerful, Kendall says her life growing up appeared to be lavish and decadent. She says she traveled the globe to the biggest sporting events in the entire world, from the Super Bowl and Olympics to the World Cup, rubbing elbows with doctors, successful politicians, and even high-profile members of law enforcement. I'm going to get into, and I'm not going to probably have enough time in this episode, but this is not only international, but it's not only in the United States, but it's in your backyard. There are entire communities that are involved in this sex trafficking, but we'll get to that at a later date. So you have these sex trafficking victims that are being flown all over the world to all these grandioso events to football, baseball, soccer, hockey events, boxing events, wherever there's men and these large events, that's where these people take these sex trafficking victims as prostitutes. Now let's talk about this young lady Dr. Phil had on her show. Her name is Kendall. She was sold into child sex slavery, okay? Her parents sold her to, as she refers to, as the man who owns me, and she was used to having sex by the time she was age of two. Let me say that again, folks. She thought that when children sat on men's laps, that it was to keep them from falling off. And she was used to having sex by the age of two years old. Now, she doesn't exactly know how old she is because she had to go and look at a internet and identify various toys and that kind of gives her the idea she's right around 23 years old but she's not 100 percent sure so here i want to play a clip for you to hear from her own words when you began to be exploited by him what are the first things that you remember i remember being really little and um a lot of men being around me and taking turns. Did you have any sense at the time that that was wrong or a bad thing? No, I thought that was, I thought guys held babies on their laps like that because it kept them from falling off. Uh And do you remember how old you were when you first had sex? It was before I could talk. I was used to it by the time I was two. Now let's reflect on what we just heard. As I just stated, as she just said, 
she was used to having sex by the age of two years old. Used to having sex. Not had sex the first time. Used to having sex at age two. And if you don't think this is real, folks, it happens every day. Every day this happens. So you need to open up your eyes and open up your mind because it's going to get real. If you think this is bad, you wait. You wait through my episodes because I am going to blow your mind, folks. I'm telling you as sure as I'm sitting here. So you just hang on. But two years old, she was used to having sex by the age of two, folks. Two years old. I can't get over that. One of my subscribers, and thank you very much. You know who you are. I'm going to call you out. And thank you for your Patreon support, by the way. Literally, when she heard the introduction back when I was making my announcement, cried when she heard this young lady said that she was used to having sex by the time she was two years old. Now, she goes on to say, because Dr. Phil was asking her questions, and he says, she, she says to him, well, you can tell the difference between the ones that were kidnapped and the ones that were sold into sex slavery. So let me say that again. She could tell the difference between the ones that were kidnapped and the ones that were sold by their parents or a relative into this sex slavery of children. And this is how she can tell because the ones that are kidnapped, they have to keep them in cages. You said you could tell the difference between girls that were born into it according to him, versus those that were kidnapped when you encountered them. How could you tell the difference between the two? Um, the girls that weren't born into it, they had a harder time. They were um, always kept tied up or in cages, and they cried a lot. So did you hear that? I mean, reflect on this. She said that you could tell the children that were kidnapped versus being sold because the ones that were kidnapped they have to tie them up more and keep them in cages i guess to keep them from running away and they cry a lot well i guess they do cry a lot because they've been kidnapped they've been snatched away from their parents they're not like the ones that were sold and born into as and being used to sex at two years old so therefore they're attached to family friends and loved ones when they're kidnapped. I want you to understand and I want you to gather the two things from this segment of this episode is number one, these young children are either sold by family members or relatives into this sex trafficking of children or they're kidnapped to be sex trafficked as children. They have to be tied up and put into cages. So I want you to reflect on that for a minute. Okay, I decided that I'm going to share this story. Now, I'm going to keep it kind of anonymous because of the parties involved. So here we go. An associate of mine hooked up with a business associate of his. We'll call him John. So John was invited by this business associate to go to this sports event. Now, when they got there, they weren't sitting down with us common folk. They were sitting up in the stands behind the glass where they bring the drinks and they bring the food. 
Well, his business associate got a supposedly an emergency call. As the business associate was leaving, he walked him around in the back and opened this door, and there was a bedroom there in this sporting venue upstairs in the VIP area. And there was a young girl sitting on the bed, and his business associate tells my buddy John, hey, enjoy yourself and shut the door. Well, first off, I know my buddy John, he's not going to cheat on his wife. He has a uh, beauty queen ex-model as a wife, and she not only looks good, but she dotes on him. And ladies, if y'all haven't figured it out yet, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. That foot and a half area from a man's belly button down halfway to his thighs, there's two areas there. I'll leave it up to your imagination. If you take care of those two areas, you're a good cook, and she was a good cook. And some of the things that she did for him on a regular basis, he ain't going nowhere. So with that being said, he sits down with this young girl as he starts to realize and starts talking to this young girl and telling her, hey, I'm not here to have sex or whatnot, and just started talking. Come to find out, this young girl had been born into a sex slavery, child sex slavery organization. She was born into this organization. She was 14 years old. Now, not only was she born into this organization, this human trafficking of children organization, where she lived, she lived with her mother who had gotten pregnant somewhere around 14 or 15. Her mother was close to 30. The grandmother was kidnapped. The mother had been also born into this same sex slavery organization. And the grandmother, who was in her 40s, also lived there. And all three of them were prostituted out, human sex trafficked out. And the grandmother that was in her 40s was kidnapped as a young child. She got pregnant, had the mother. Then the mother, somewhere along the line, got pregnant and had this young girl. So here we have not one, not two, but you have three generations of family members of females that are in this sex trafficking organization. So my buddy had a fancy gadget on him. I'll leave it at that. That had a GPS tracker on it. And he was able to give it to her for her to hide it. I'm not going to say where she hid it or where she had it, but she hid it on her. And the battery didn't last that long, but it lasted long enough for them to see the GPS location of where she ended up that evening at this place. I'll leave it at that. He immediately went and called two of his buddies that were retired police officers that were working as private detectives, told them what the skinny was. And he told the young girl, tell your mom and your grandmother to get ready because about one o'clock we're coming to get you. And they went in, they bypassed the security system, 
they got into a certain part of the place they were at, and they snuck the three of them out. There were other sex trafficking victims there. A lot of sex traffic of children were there. That's when they made the phone call and called the Calvary in, and they swooped in and took down that one particular sex ring. But the point I want to make to you is there was three generations of family members in this sex trafficking ring, just this one. There are thousands of them out there, folks. This was just one. So that's my story, one of my stories on human sex trafficking and the sex trafficking of children that I can tell you. Then we're going to move on and see what Robert David Steele has to say. Now, I just want to reiterate the fact that the reason why I am putting so many video clips in this first episode of the Pizzagate series is due to the fact that there's a conspiracy theory out there that Pizzagate doesn't exist. Well, I'm going to blow that away. And I think starting out in the beginning, just to build up credibility with some of these folks, just like Dr. Phil, here I have Robert David Steele, and I'll have a few more down the road. Now that I'm doing videos, I can take and post up pictures of articles and put up memes and describe them and put references to them. So therefore, you can get the point across and it can get the doubt out of your mind that Pizzagate is not no longer a conspiracy theory. It does exist. Okay, let's talk about Robert David Steele. Who is he? Robert David Steele is a former Marine and a former CIA agent. He is a CIA case officer who has trained over 8,000 law enforcement personnel in 66 countries. And he's the co-founder of the Marine Corps Intelligence Command. And he has a lot of informative information that will most definitely open your eyes. And it reiterates the fact of what Dr. Phil had to say with his child sex trafficking survivor victim that we just heard from, number one. And I will also put up clips from articles, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, with their figures say and a couple articles that back up everything that David Steele says. Now, the video clips that I will be playing will be at the International Tribune for Natural Justice. This is the International Tribune for National Justice Judicial Commission of inquiry into human trafficking and child sex abuse headed by David Steele. And David Steele is the chief counsel for this particular tribune that is looking into the sex trafficking of children. I'm going to play a clip for you of what he says about the organizations that prey on children, how they originally got started out and where they ended up. I have found in my research and preparation for this court and all of the work that will follow that most organizations that end up being um, used to prey on children, Oxfam is a recent example, uh, all of the United Nations organizations, the Boy Scouts of America, all of the child services agencies across the United States of America, they did not start out as organizations to prey on children, but they attract pedophiles. 
and ultimately pedophiles end up rising in the ranks and controlling those organizations so that an organization that initially started out in the service of children becomes an organization that is in fact hunting children. So he says organizations like the United Nations, Boy and Girl Scouts of America, American Red Cross, that actually started out to work with children and to help and service these children then start out as predatory organizations. But they eventually drew pedophiles, and these pedophiles eventually over years and been getting higher and higher positions in these organizations. And many of the organizations that we look at to help children actually started to hunt children, which has allowed much more of the sex trafficking of children to take place. So these children are imported and exported throughout the world. So this is what Robert David Steele, once again an ex-CIA case officer who's been to 66 different countries, says about our military bases that we have over in all these other countries. It's about a thousand of them. For me, the center of gravity for change is the American public. Because if you can get the American public angry, we will stop supporting dictators overseas. We will close all of our military bases overseas. I am on record as a former CIA uh, operations officer as saying that our thousand bases overseas are not there for national defense. They're there to serve as lily pads for the smuggling of guns, gold, cash, drugs, and small children. Now, just keep in mind, one of the reasons why I'm doing these podcasts and making these videos is to wake people up and make them aware of the horrible truth and get the public educated. Because once you get the public educated, they get pissed off and things start to happen. So even Q says that those involved in the sex trafficking of children, once they're exposed and it's coming, I'm going to tell you now, it's coming. Because when you get to my last podcast, I got some good information for you where all this is headed. So once it gets exposed, these people will not be able to walk down the street. Okay? They will not be able to walk down the street. So, remember this former CIA officer who's officially gone on record when he was a CIA operations officer says that the United States needs to get rid of over the thousand U.S. military bases that we have overseas in other countries because mainly they've been used for distribution points for guns, gold, cash, drugs, and trafficking small children and the sex trafficking is the backbone of the deep state and as much as you may not want to acknowledge this but the cia offices throughout the world along with these military bases are the ones that are responsible for a lot of this sex trafficking of children and human trafficking worldwide let me say that again the CIA offices throughout the world and the military, U.S. military bases that we have in all these other countries are the main backbone of the deep state and the sex trafficking of these children and human trafficking throughout the world. Then Robert David Steele gets into the number of missing children that the totality of the children disappearing worldwide is toward 8 million people. 
toward 8 million children. In the United States of America, the acknowledged number, not counting the children being bred without birth certificates, not counting the children being imported without documentation, is between 600 and 800,000 a year. Now imagine Africa and East Asia and all these other locations. I personally believe that the number we want to try to document is rising well beyond the official figures and we will we have yet to learn what the actual number is and the official figures go as follows eight million children were acknowledged to be missing worldwide was eight million so let me say that again worldwide was eight million the number of missing children in the United States, not accounting for the undocumented ones that are born and bred into these sex rings, was 600 to 800,000 in one year. Now, these are reports that were put out by the National Center for Exploited and Missing Children. Then there's also an international exploited and missing children organization. They're the ones that put these two reports out. So, it's the missing children organizations that are putting these numbers out. Now you say, so you have to ask the question, how can so many children be missing throughout the world? Well, you have a lot of third world countries, especially in Africa and East Asia. And these children come up missing. They don't have the, the systems that we have here. So you can't, in some cases, go into these countries and look up someone in a phone book and go to their address because they have no address. There's no phone book. There's nothing to look up on the internet. There's no documentation. There's no birth certificate of these children in a lot of these countries. So you have to think about the system and the society that we have is very advanced and complex to these hunter-gatherer societies that are throughout the world that basically these people every day go out and hunt and kill their food for survival. I mean, it's not sitting down in front of a television and kicking back and drinking a beer. They're out trying to survive. So that's what you have to deal with here in these third-world countries. Now, the numbers could be much higher because, once again, these are just estimates of what they've come across and because of being in these third world countries very well the number could be much much higher and also could be higher in the United States because once again there's a lot of people that were born and sold into these sex trafficking factories sex trafficking organizations and there is no documentation to prove that these children exist so therefore you don't know that they're missing so these snapshots that I took of these articles, I'm going to read them out to you, and I'm also going to post them here. The Global Missing Children Problem. It's an estimated 8 million children are reported missing each year around the world. If that number, according to the latest U.S. Department of Justice research, an estimated 800,000 children will go missing in the United States. It goes on to say, of course, many of the children are being used for sex ritualistic sacrifice, organ harvesting, adrenochrome harvesting, the Luciferian drug, but most of them are being shipped to these secret colonies and raised as slaves. Try telling this to the world, you're immediately going to be 
labeled insane, but this is the truth. So that's the first caption I have up there for you. And I will put this again when I get to talking more more about the satanic rituals, because I'm going to be touching a tad bit on those in this particular episode one. It's going to involve a lady by the name of Marina Abramovich who does spirit cooking, who's tied into John Potesta, who was tied into none other than Hillary Clinton. So the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children put up on their website, and I'll have a link for them to the behavioral indicators, a significant change behavior, including increased behavior or associates with a new group of friends. The child avoids answering questions or lets others speak for him or her. Child appears frightened, resistant, or belligerent to law enforcement. Child lies about his or her age and identity. Child looks to others before answering questions. Child does not ask for help or resist offers to get out of the situation. The child does not self-identify as a victim. The child seems coached in talking to law enforcement. The child uses trafficking-related terms like trick, the life, or the game. The child is preoccupied with getting money, displaying photos of cash. So that is behavioral. Now I'm going to take it a step further. So the Center for Exploited Missing and Exploited National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. I got this off their website. The physical indicators of child being sexually abused. Child has multiple cell phones and or electronic devices or being in some type of prostitution sex ring. Child has large amounts of cash or prepaid credit cards. Child has no ID or an ID is held by another person. Multiple children are present with an unrelated male or female. Child is unusual, unexplained sexual paraphernalia such as bulk condoms or lubrications. There is much evidence the child has been or will be traveling. Child is living out of suitcases at motels or in a car. Child has a name or symbol tattooed, burned, or branded into his or her body, particularly when Coupled with the child's reluctance to explain the tattoo, the child's tattoo matches other children's tattoo. The tattoo indicates money or ownership, for example, a MOB, barcode, or dollar sign. Child references traveling to other cities or states or is not from the current location. The child may also lack knowledge of his or her travel plans, destinations, and or his or her current location. Child has hotel keys, hotel receipts, and other items from a hotel or a motel. The presence of overly controlled or abusive boyfriend or older female, like Jasleen Maxwell, the procurer for Jeffrey Epstein. Child is recovered at a hotel, street track, truck stop, or strip club. Child has notebooks or slips of paper containing phone numbers, dollar amounts, names, or addresses. Child has items on appearance that does not fit his or her current situation. Homeless or runaway child who has money, electronics, new clothes, new shoes, or has his or her hair and nails done. Child references online classified ads or escort websites. Child references traveling job opportunities including modeling, singing, or dancing in a music group or magazine sales crew. Child has undressed medical issues which goes to the ER or clinic 
alone with an unrelated adult. So these are the many signs to see and look for put out by the National Missing and Explored Children Organization. Says these are the things to look for to see if a child is being trafficked, and it's a lot of good things. So it's a lot of good knowledge there. And I'm going to get into this more in a little bit later when I get to the Internet, but the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children says that 18.4 million children reports came in where children were trying to be recruited on the Internet. And we'll talk about that in a later podcast uh, or video that will probably be in number two. Uh, depends on how long this one goes. The National Center for the Missing and Exploited Children also says one of the more than 23,500 endangered runaways reported to them in 2019. One in six were likely victims of child sex trafficking. Today, the average age of child sex trafficking victims reported are 15 years old. Child sex trafficking has been reported in all 50 states in the United States. We will, you will see this again when I get to uh, the sex trafficking local community section or podcast. And finally, the last one, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children said Human Trafficking Awareness Month. In 2019, they reported to thousands of reports of possible child sex trafficking. At the time I took this, it was 10,719 reported in one month in the United States. 10,719 reported suspected child traffic, sex trafficking issues or cases in one month folks that's reported and the last article i have on here was by abc news it talks about the scumbag up in cleveland ohio who had kidnapped and kept the three women who had vanished and been missing for 10 years or more uh, back in 2013 However, at the bottom of this article, it says, according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, roughly 800,000 children are reported missing each year in the United States. That's roughly 2,000 per day. Of those, there were 115 child stranger abduction cases each year, which means the child was taken by an unknown person. Because these children also uh, are kidnapped, not necessarily sold into or kidnapped a lot of them are enticed into the child sex trafficking with the money and the clothes and the electronics and so forth as i had mentioned just earlier and the things to be looking out for by the national center for the exploited and missing children so i think i've kind of backed up what robert david Steele had to say about his figures about the eight million missing across the world and the six to eight hundred thousand missing in the united states in one year of children and suspected to be used in sex trafficking. Now let's move on to the Pizzagate theory just for a second. He talks about it, and uh, I'm going to let you listen to this clip of what he says about Pizzagate, and then we'll talk about that a little bit. And I'll get into Pizzagate and a little bit more further down when I get um, into an article, that a very well-done article that was done describing how Pizzagate actually got started. Now that we've had Pizzagate, for example, which opened people's mind, is we could achieve a, an opening of the public mind. So now he addresses the Pizzagate theory that doesn't exist 
and how it's starting to make people aware and open up their minds to the real truth. And that's really been going on with these children, not only in the U.S., but all over the world. And that's the reason why I'm doing these podcasts and these videos, to open up your mind and let you know that this situation really does exist and we need to pay more attention to it. And you need to uh, not turn your head when you hear someone talking about it because it's out there, it happens. National Center of Missing and Explored Children just never read a whole bunch of stuff on that. Dr. Phil, Robert David Steele, and I haven't finished with him yet. Now, this next clip talks about, Robert David Steele talks about the no documentation, not having any birth certificates, and how much easier it is to for children to be uh, not even considered missing because they don't exist. Uh, these children are not just kidnapped and in some cases bred by families as a cash crop. We have people in the United States of America that breed children in order to sell them. And when they are sold, they come without birth certificates, which means it's easier to kill them and have no one ask where they are. We're also importing children by the plane load. Again, children who have no documentation. So keep in mind that not all children are kidnapped, but they're bred as a cash crop. They've been born into these child sex factories and in my previous stories you heard from dr phil when they breed these children they come out with they come without birth certificates and they're sold into sex slavery so that young lady was sold by her parents and since there's no documentation it's easier to hide them and or kill them and that does happen we'll get into that later so it's harder even though that a child's missing and no one would be asking questions of them going missing if there's no documentation and they officially don't exist and you don't even know the child is there. So that concludes my uh, clips with Robert David Steele, once again, ex-CIA case officer, trained over 8,000 law enforcement officers in 66 different countries, went on record stating that the military bases we need to get rid of because it's basically a contraband and child sex trafficking hub well, the last part of section three here on episode one will be uh the pizzagate sex trafficking and how that all came to be i got a good uh report from sgt report uh, i also found all this information in quite a few other articles out and about but i thought this was the best one so this is what i'm going to use so i'm going to put up on the screen for you as i'm reading how pizzagate actually got started now how did pizzagate actually get started well it got started with wikileaks they ended up releasing thousands of hacked emails from a gentleman by the name of john podesta now who's john podesta well he's former Bill Clinton, Slick Willie's White House Chief of Staff, and just recently he was the chairman of Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. And many of the leaked Podesta emails seem to include some form of strange code. Some of the more sinister messages referred to a ritual called spirit cooking. This involves mixing blood, semen, and human excrement to be used in rituals by sex magic priests who has connections to Podesta and other high-level politicians. The one I'm referring to, her name is Marina Abramovich. 
Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some of Marina Abramovich's spirit cooking snapshots from her video that are out there and some snapshots of some artwork that she has done or promoted. And during the spirit cooking, you will see some uh, famous people in them. Lady Gaga is one. Gwen Stefani is another one. I think another one has um, Robert De Niro in it. Now, with that being said, I just want to put out a disclaimer here. Just because these people are being filmed there doesn't mean they're actually involved, okay? Because someone could have invited them to, hey, you need to go check this thing out, and they got there, and they said, holy shit, what, the heck, what is this mess, mess, okay? So just because somebody's a snapshot there doesn't mean that they're completely and totally involved with these folks. So I, I give a benefit of the doubt there because they may have showed up just for uh, curiosity reasons or they may have showed up with someone else and didn't realize what was happening and going on and got their picture taken. I'll get into this in a little more detail when I get to actually talking about John Podesta and Marina Abramovich, probably be uh, episode two or even three, but there are codes that are used by pedophiles okay and they use these codes uh as food and whatnot and symbols and these codes and symbols are associated with these organizations and these groups i mean if i have enough time i may put it in here depends on how much longer i run now i want to focus on this first clip it says spirit cooking with a sharp knife cut deeply into the middle finger of the left hand, eat the pain. Then the next clip will be of John Podesta, a picture of John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, holding his hand up with none other than cuts on his ring finger on his hand. And the next clip will be of Hillary Clinton paid $10,000 to Marina Bramovich, the spirit cooking priestess to her the clinton foundation paid it directly to her so they're tied in together just letting you know and in the spirit cooking up on the wall this other picture says fresh morning urine sprinkle over nighttime dreams because they take uh, feces urine women's milk and blood mix it and they drink that folks just letting you know but I'm going to get in. I, this is all I'm going to cover on the spirit cooking. I just want to tie it into Hillary Clinton and Podesta because there's a whole lot more coming. So getting back to John Podesta's emails. Other emails refer to a small pizza restaurant in Washington, D.C., Comet Ping Pong. The pizzeria was owned and run by a guy named by the name of James Elephants, known as Socialite, with ties to none other than Hillary Clinton and Tony Podesta, John Podesta's brother who run ran a lobbying firm that all of a sudden got shut down and disappeared. Hmm, wonder what happened to him. Elephantus and some of his staff had written many posts on various social media sites related to pedophilia and other devi deviant sexual behavior, one mostly of chicken lovers, a reference to gay men who are attracted to young boys. Elephants just happens to be the openly gay. They discovered, discovered that there are at least 50 global tracking routes used by those who deal in people's lives. And people are trafficked primarily for the three reasons, sex, slavery, organ harvesting. 
and I'll get more into the organ harvesting when I get more so into the satanic side and John Podesta and Marina Abramovich and I will get into way more deep with the comic ping pong when I start dealing with them because it's all tied in together at a later episode so keep watch out for that and finally I'm going to get into the CIA uses children they procure children for their MK Ultra program and they are relentlessly tortured using rape and physical abuse until the desired result is received the results of these techniques created multiple personalities was classified by the medical profession as dissociative identity disorder I mean we didn't hear about that 20 years ago dissociative identity disorder but we have it now don't we and the victim's mind becomes fragmented a psychological defense mechanism to protect their psyche from the horrors that is experienced the goal of the CIA is to program a specific fragment of the personality and way it desires in all the name of scientific progress the children are required for parties thrown by Washington based political figures using foreign VIPs the purpose of this is well satisfy these perverts they deliberate entrapment for these foreign officials they were covertly recorded sexually abusing and raping the children by the CIA and when they used the videotapes as blackmail in this way the CIA can easily manipulate manipulate both domestic and foreign perpetrators in their own agenda the agenda of course at the deep state the CIA its slave and does its bidding and does what it's told so yes the CIA is the backbone of the uh, deep state just if you ain't figured that one out yet now let's talk about the uh, mind MK ultra program very familiar with that to create an alter ego for a person you have to torture them to the point where they actually switch over and create a, a alternate personality now when you torture these people you take and you hook them up with two adrenaline so they won't pass out because most of the time when the pain gets too intense you pass out so the adrenalized when you get adrenalized when you get the adrenaline pumped into you you can't pass out for your mind to do away with the pain you create an alter ego then they got you and once you get that alter ego then they can program that alter ego to do whatever they want to do they do this to children to go out and a lot of these children that you may see or hear about or find they are actually have gone through this process and they have an alter ego they don't even realize what they're doing where they're at or who they are and i'll get into an mk ultra podcast down the road there's just so much of it to get into but it's done it happens and unfortunately the children suffer for it so folks let me wrap up here we had a sex trafficking survivor victim on dr phil's show that was used to having sex by the time she was age two years old we have an ex-cia case officer robert david Steele, who discusses the child sex trafficking and his tribunal that is investigating this over about a six-month period and then finally we have the how pizzagate got started with the wikileaks email on john podesta and once again in a later 
one of my later episodes, I will get into wholeheartedly the Pizzagate and John Podesta. And just to give you a little teaser, the next episode, episode two, will cover the child sex trafficking or sex trafficking of children in your local communities by churches, schools, daycare centers, pre preachers, priests, law enforcement, and how social services, same as child protective services, same as foster care, uses children as a cash cow money pit. And when they do this, not only are they getting money from the federal government, but then they're also able to child prostitute these children out in these sex trafficking child rings and make money. $5,000 a night, folks. So, folks, I want to thank you again for listening to my show. If you would like, share, and subscribe, hit the notification button so you won't miss the next episodes coming up. Go down to my Patreon or my GoFundMe page. Support my channel. I would greatly appreciate it. This has been the search for truth and justice on the Will Kanishi Show by yours truly, Will Kanishi. So we can get down Now stamp your feet So you can feel the sound Let everybody know what time it is So stand on up And we can get to this Everybody shout For you.